0: You're listening to episode 44 of the ESL Teaching Podcast. Have you ever wondered what December holidays are celebrated around the world? This question has come up for me personally and has been popping up in the schools that I work at as well. So I took it upon myself to do a little research and to create a couple of ESL lesson plans for both my students and colleagues. Last year, I began sharing cultural tidbits with the teachers at my school and it was a hit. In this episode, I will share how it all started and how it led me to answer the age-old question, Are there any other holidays celebrated in December, and if so, what are they? Not all of our students celebrate Christmas, although in my practice they're very curious to learn about it or have had at least some exposure to it. I will share a brief overview of the December holidays and will leave you with a fun lesson that you can teach during those last days before the holiday break. All right, let's get to the episode. (music) Welcome to the ESL Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Yeva Grosslis, otherwise known as Simply Yeva, and I am so thankful that you tuned in. I'm looking forward to sharing both my knowledge and experience on this podcast, as well as that of my fellow teachers. Hello, hello, everyone. As I mentioned in the introduction, last year, I began sharing cultural tidbits with the teachers at my school. The information in the first email that I wanted everyone to know was about how to know which foods are kosher and halal approved. We have a considerable population of Muslim students, and with a Halloween and other holidays, this would have been an issue. If you're wondering the same thing, I have an article that I found and used and shared with my teachers, and I will link it in the show notes below this episode. This is some handy information to have. Then later in the year, I had a conversation with one of my Turkish students about where, where the name Turkey comes from. She was confused. Like, why do we call a bird by the name of the country? In case you were wondering as well, it is a rather convoluted story, so I'm not going to spend too much time on it. I'm just going to say that apparently the wholesale of Turkey birds, as they were called back then, was based in Constantinople. And again, I will link an article that explains the story um, in the show notes in case you're interested. Now, since I found all of this so fascinating, I thought to myself, why not share this with my dear colleagues and The response was overwhelmingly positive. Let's think about it. Unless you are an ESL teacher, not many people think to look up information about etymology of words or dietary peculiarities or cultural traditions of other countries, but I've had teachers tell me they shared the articles I forwarded with their students and had spontaneous and engaging classroom discussions. Others shared the information with their families and began doing even deeper research or uncovered some interesting family stories. So now we are in December, and this time I decided to answer this question that comes around every year. Are there any other December holidays besides the ones we're familiar with, and where in the world are they celebrated? Well, it's a busy month for sure, so let's get into a brief overview. Let's talk about the first one, which is Hanukkah, and it is a Jewish festival of the lights. It falls at different times each year, and this year, this eight-day celebration begins on December 18th and lasts through December 26th. During the festival of Hanukkah, a menorah candle is lit on each of the nights, it is a time for families to be together exchange gifts play games and eat traditional foods such as latkes and donuts the next one is saint nicholas eve and saint nicholas is a patron saint of christmas and celebrations in his honor begin on december 5th into 6th throughout europe like many other festivities this time of year it centers around children and gift giving uh, Sinter Sinterklaas, it's called. St. Nicholas is called Sinterklaas, and he's dressed in red and white clothing and wears a thick white beard. Does this remind you of anyone? He also carries a book with him where he takes note of children who had been naughty throughout the year. Now, in many countries, children leave shoes for Sinterklaas to leave gifts. In Belgium, for example, ch- children leave shoes near the fireplace. Usually, they are filled with sugar cubes for St. Nicholas's horse and coffee for the man. In the Netherlands, children leave shoes by their bed, and they hope to find them filled with sweets in the morning. The next holiday is Bodhi or I think I pronounced it correctly, but B-O-D-H-I, and it is a Japanese celebration which occurs on December 8th. It is a holiday that honors the enlightenment of Siddhartha Gautama and people spend it in meditation as well as performing acts of kindness. We all have heard of Yule, and December 21st marks Yule, the winter festival, which begins on winter solstice and lasts for 12 days. Honoring this day has been around since the 4th century. Yule is popular in Germany and the Scandinavian countries and is connected to the Norse god Odin. A lot of Yule traditions are now part of Christmas celebrations such as hanging mistletoe, making bows, decorating with holly, cinnamon, cloves, oranges in a lot of the recipes. Of course, now we come to Christmas, um, and December 25th is Christmas Day in the Christian world. So this holiday is a religious festival that celebrates the birth of Jesus Christ. And people decorate Christmas trees, sing songs, and exchange gifts. I don't know if you noticed, but a lot of these uh, celebrations have uh, things in common, gift-giving, kindness, uh, light. Uh, Since it is a pretty widespread holiday, the traditions vary greatly throughout the world, And we're not going to go in deep into any of them. But for example, just giving you some sample, I always want to do a plug. Uh, Christmas Eve is a very important celebration in Poland, as well as Lithuania. It's actually almost considered, you know, the celebration you know christmas is when everybody you know gets happy and you know has parties but christmas eve has very clearly defined traditions uh for example there have to be 12 dishes on the table and all of them must not contain any meat uh since technically it's still advent and fasting should purify your body and soul Uh, a place we typically leave a a place and a plate for um the spirits of departed family members to join in and so on. So different countries have different traditions and celebrations typically begin uh, the night before. The next on the list is Boxing Day. December 26th is Boxing Day and this festival is popular in Canada, Australia, the UK and New Zealand. It was believed that on this day the churches would give boxes of charity to the poor It is an official holiday in many countries of the world and typically people watch sporting events on this day. On December 26th through January 1st, a celebration of Kwanzaa takes place. It is an African-American holiday which celebrates Black heritage and its rich culture. Similarly to other holidays this month, the festival combines harvest traditions, lights, community. The people light the candle, which is called Kinara, and pass a cup around, and each person says something positive about their community and last but certainly not least is the celebration of new year's eve which takes place worldwide from december 31st into january 1st Um, depending on where you live it could be a a small celebration Uh, maybe you go to sleep and uh, other people go to large cities to celebrate i know that in russia it is a, a big celebration because it marks the beginning of their holiday season Hey, ESL teacher. If you are someone who works with English learners in secondary grades and have no newcomer curriculum or are struggling to engage your mixed proficiency level classes, check out the ESL Teaching Roadmap membership. It is my signature three-step process for teaching all levels, from connecting with students to helping newcomers embark on their English learning journey to supporting those intermediate learners. Inside the ESL Teaching Roadmap, you'll find all of the materials from my Teachers Pay Teachers store as well as exclusive members-only lessons, videos, and personalized support, such as 30-minute consultations, because as ESL teachers, we sometimes need to talk it out. To find out more about the ESL Teaching Roadmap, go to www.simplyyeva.com forward slash roadmap. That's www.sim.com. P-L-Y-I-E-V-A dot forward slash roadmap. And I cannot wait to see you inside. So. When thinking about what to incorporate into the ESL lesson plan about holidays, it is really easy to get overwhelmed. And even just looking at the list that I shared, an EL teacher might begin scratching their head. Okay, but where do I even begin? So I have several ideas that will help you out if you want to try out and create your own lesson. So if you wanted to uh, share with your colleagues, so you can forward the blog post on my website about this topic or link uh, to this episode to the people in your school. Teachers are busy and appreciate when someone shares information that helps both them and their students be open-minded and curious. Also, follow up if you have time to see if anyone has used this information for interesting classroom discussions. Now, for your students, here are some ideas. You may ask your students to share if they celebrate any of the above holidays, and if so, talk about their traditions. This is great authentic speaking practice, even for absolute beginner English learners. Everybody's learning vocabulary, everybody's participating, and who doesn't like to talk about themselves, right? Uh, You can also create a lesson about holidays or Christmas around the world. So here are suggested language teaching ideas for this type of lesson. For listening, you can watch a video about December holidays on YouTube, um, and then ask the students to share one thing that stood out for them. For reading, there are two activities you might try. Uh, the first one is read a short article about one of the holidays. First, the teacher reads out loud and everyone else follows. Then students do pair reading and finally students read individually. Then ask students to write down important points or to discuss with a partner and share out with the class. The second activity is divide students into groups. Assign each group a different December holiday to read about. And after they have read and discussed, they would share the main points with the class. And as for writing and speaking, you can um, incorporate it by based on the above reading. Students can create a short presentation for their classmates. Of course, food is a big part of any celebration and would be a great topic for English language practice. Incorporate food into your lesson, whether sharing a recipe from a particular country or even bringing some treats in. And of course, always check with your school policies about foods. So since it's a busy time of year, I would like to offer you a couple of ready-made lesson plans that will save you both time and energy. Now, teaching with short stories is one of my favorite things, and it is a fantastic way to practice skills in all language domains and for teaching students in mixed-level EL classes. That is where the Gift of the Magi short story lesson comes into your rescue. You can check out more details in the show notes under this episode or by going to my teacher pay teacher store. And since we're talking about December holidays around the world, I also have a reading lesson on just that. It incorporates vocabulary enrichment, reading about the holidays and creating a presentation. All language domains are covered in it. The lesson can take several days so you don't have to plan for anything else. And uh, it also includes teaching ideas and suggestions. Again, the link to this December holidays around the world lesson is right underneath this episode. And there you have it. As always, I want to hear from you. Do you have time to teach December holidays to your students? Do you, um, you know, do it and if so what is your favorite way to do that uh do you have any ideas that you want to share with us uh you can share them inside our facebook group or you can shoot me a message or tag me on instagram i always welcome communication so i look forward to hearing from you now thank you for listening and until next time <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, be sure to do two things. First, make sure to subscribe to the ESL Teaching Podcast so you don't miss an episode. And second, leave a positive review wherever you listen, on iTunes, Spotify, or any other platform. Positive reviews will improve the chances of this podcast to be discovered in the feed and help our fellow ESL ELL teachers. And of course, there's a third thing. If you aren't following me on social media yet, come join me on Instagram at Simply ESL, Facebook, Simply Yeva, or connect with me on my website, simplyyeva.com. Thanks again, and until next time.